0: What's going on? Los Angeles. What is up? Ramly. Welcome to the Rams skinny here on the LA football network. It's a victory Monday here. Rams take down the Washington commanders 28 to 20. Not quite as dominant as skinny T and I would have liked, but Hey, a wins a win. You get to seven on seven. The Rams are currently in the seventh seed in the NFC at the time. There was recording uh the Monday night game between Seattle and Philly is going on. So we don't know the outcome of that yet. So as of right now, Rams are in the seventh seed. But joining me as always to get into this game, talk takeaways, talk progress, all that good stuff. The man, I'm loving the Burlington, nice lumberjack looking shirt there with the the nice hair. Everything's going well. Our managing editor, you know him as Skinny T. We know him as the man, the myth, my man, my friend, Ryan. What's up, brother? How we doing?
1: You know, I, I'm looking jolly. I'm feeling jolly because of the season, but I'm depressed because it's pretty much official that I am out of my first year of of fantasy football, beat up by my boss. <laughs> and I think I, I think is. I really I think I really screwed myself uh, with the uh, the fantasy football gods, the fates, as it were. Uh, you know, I I saw you. You know, Alexander Madison was out, and I was I just I was like. I, you should just tell them, you know, remind them, send them a little friendly reminder. But I didn't. I said, I, this increases my chances of winning and, <laughs> and you, that you fly too close to the sun. You, you, I don't know, the the pride before the fall, something like that happened. And uh, you know, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out of the playoffs.
0: Well, you should, you shouldn't have told me, I mean, that's just gamesmanship at that point. We're in the playoffs. I need to be checking my lineup. Uh, I was on the East coast, as everyone knows that was show last week. Now I'm mountain, coast or mountain time in colorado so my times were all off i didn't realize there was saturday game starting when it did so yeah i left madison in and i got saved by i don't even what did i have i golf that went off with five touchdowns yep. um cup went off I you know i got i got saved by a few so i got you know that's how fantasy works in my other league one of my other leagues i had a buy first round by my team scored the most it scored all year and i know next week when i actually play someone they'll probably poop the bed so that's just how fantasy works Unfortunately, yeah,
1: it's it's a it's a it's a tough lesson to learn, but I've learned I've learned it at least I didn't embarrass myself. That was my only goal. I I didn't really want to win. I just didn't want to, you know, lose out completely.
0: Hey, first year in the show and you made it to the dance. So I think that's pretty impressive. Yeah, man. With, with all LAFB people, all of us supposedly know things about football and you, uh you know, more than most or know more than at least what we didn't make it. Six didn't make it or four didn't make it. I don't even remember. Four,
1: four, Yeah, four didn't make it. Yeah. OK, so
0: you know more than four. So there you go. Chauncey Talese, if you're watching this, you were one that did not make it. Um, and Coach Rowe, defending champ, didn't make it either, right? Uh,
1: Chauncey won the regular season; he had the oh, best record. Yes, the Coach Rowe, the, the the former college NCAA uh, USC defensive player, he 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 didn't know what he was doing.
0: Yeah, he he missed the playoffs, so he did not repeat. Yes, Chauncey, you're right. The way he talks. Those that know Chauncey, one of the great guys, covers the Rams here for us. The way he talks is always so, like, almost like um, Eeyore from – or it's just so <laughs> – Eeyore's maybe not the right way. He's just so uh, – um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking he's for. Self-deprecating. He's self-deprecating. He's won't take a compliment. Yeah. So you I know. just – I didn't know he – I without checking all the time, I didn't realize he's, like, in first place. So anyway, my apologies, Chauncey. You're actually in the playoffs and moving forward. So anyway, speaking of playoffs – Our Rams, and I apologize if you hear me, I'm I'm battling a cold, so we'll try to get through this, but as it stands right now, as I mentioned, in the playoffs, 7-7, 28-20 victory over the Washington Commanders. They do cover, barely skinny team, but they do cover. Before we get into our 3,000-foot lens takeaways, show is always brought to you by our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store Google Play. Sign up, first deposit, use our promo code RAMSLAFB. That's all one word, RAMSLAFB. You're going to get a match bonus up to $100. That's free money to play with in the Pick'Em. Pick two to five players across any sports spectrum. They got everything at Underdog. Have some fun, pick the over-unders, win some money. You can 100X your money. They say 20 times you can 100X it if you play some of those wild, wild options. So, Underdog Fantasy, excuse me. Promo code Rams LFB. Tell them the Rams Skinny sent you. Three thousand foot lens Skinny. Give it to me straight. No chase. What'd you take away from this one?
1: Uh, you know, you can just break this down to the good and to the bad. Um, you know, we had been talking up this defense, saying, "Wow, they've they've just you know batting you know, punching above their weight and and uh, just you know bending but not breaking, but." Then on the on the good side, you got just a phenomenal performance by Stafford, Cooper Cup. Uh, other than two fumbles, Kyron Williams had 152 yards on the ground. Uh, four four games in a row, I think he's over 100 yards. I don't know the last time that happened in a McVay offense. So we saw yeah. a lot of good. Uh, we also saw some bad. We saw uh, Darian Kendrick getting roasted uh, like he's never been roasted before. And that that man has been under the fire. <laughs> he's been... Yeah. He's, he's, and you know, I think, you know, teams have discovered a bit of a uh, formula for beating this defense, which is going up over the top and Jacoby Brissett comes in and that's all he's thrown is just deep bombs trying to get back into the game and, and doing a pretty good job of it, you know, at the, you know, the last, uh, last little bit. So. That's just kind of you know it was a, it was a weird game. Havrisic missed missed another uh, field goal or extra point, one of the two. I think it was yep. a field goal.
0: Field goal shorty, yep. yeah, yeah.
1: I would hit my I would hit my uh, my pr- score prediction right on for the Rams if had he done that. So yeah, that would have been nice, but uh, not neither here nor there at this point. But you know, seventh seed they they have the they have the tiebreaker over uh, Seattle. And most of the rest of the NFC teams that they played, so they are in control of their playoff destiny going forward. And you know, looking at their next two teams, I'm getting ahead of ourselves here. But um, you know, this Rams team is just better than than the Saints and the Giants. I, so I like their chances for securing themselves into a six six or seven seed. Mm. Into that six seed, there's a chance that there's a Goff, Stafford, Woo. Lions rams reunion just uh uh you know which would which would blow all of our brains up i think
0: so yeah it'd be a lot of fun that that lions offense looked uh mighty good on saturday night but they also had looked pretty bad the previous few games that's the beauty of the nfl for me but I don't want to be too critical here. Uh, because obviously the Rams, I think, are a better team than Washington. This was like a must-win game. You would have hoped it was a little more dominant. We talked in the preview show, that was what we were looking for was hey, we needed to win, but we also want to see a dominant win. They were up at halftime with a fairly dominant performance, shutting out the commanders. So I like that. They let them back in late. Don't love that, obviously. Everything you said, I don't need to rehash it. You know, the fumbles from Kyron can't happen. Two fumbles. Critical in games, keep teams in games. Can't have that down the stretch against better football teams because they'll make you pay. But at the end of the day, it's the NFL, it's any given Sunday. As undermanned, perhaps, this Washington team is. They're still an NFL football club. It's not like in college where you get to play Chattanooga State in week seventeen. Like it's every all thirty-two teams can beat one another when given the opportunity. And would I have liked the Rams to do some other things better? Yes. But I've liked some performances look better, i.e. Darion Kendrick, probably the most notable. Yes. Do those need to continue getting cleaned up? And it's weird saying that now, you know, this many games, 14 games into the season. Yeah, it's not ideal. But like we said on the recap against the Ravens, not to just keep rehashing, but with the youth of this team, we knew it was going to be an inconsistent squad. Like you get consistency through veteran players, veteran leadership, doing it every single week been there done that that's how you gain that consistency when you have so much youth and inexperience um, there's naturally going to be inconsistency when you have guys starting for the first time to have not so i'm not giving them an excuse if this was against a ravens team they probably would have lost if this was against the lions they probably would have lost but they they Played their opponent. They won the game. They move on to seven and seven and they're back in not only playoff contention, but as it stands right now in the playoffs. So they did what they had to do. They got the job done. They got a short week now against the Saints, which obviously we're not going to touch on now. We'll talk later in the week, but, um, yeah, hats off to some of those guys that, uh, they, they got the job done. So, um, yeah. What did you think of, um, let's talk about the offense. I know 28 points doesn't seem like a lot. We were hoping both for more. The missed field goal would have put them at 31. But I thought overall the offense looked pretty dang good. I mean, Stafford looked elite. You know, there's a, I, I tweeted a clip going around that's one of my most like engaged clips. Thank you, everyone that follows me. Like that was, that was nice. Um, but Stafford looked good. Cooper Cup looks like Cooper Cup yet again. Pukunakua was involved. Demarcus Robinson involved. Just your thoughts of the offense overall.
1: Yeah, they're trending in the right direction, and you know we were we wanted to see this kind of thirty point a game performance, and that's what they're putting on tape every week. And it's you know you're just seeing the 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 benefit of complementary football when everything's just working together. The play calling, the running game, um, the the uh, I mean Higby, Higby had a, yeah. a a fantastic game. No, I don't think he had a, a drop. I you know he caught several big passes, and he looked healthy again. Um, so I, you know, I think that, you know, this is this is exactly what we thought this offense could be. Um, you know, that especially their, that uh, the first Kyron fumble, they, they were in the they are on the twenty one yard line, I think, when he when he coughed that up. Yeah. So they're they're just driving down the field, and it felt like they were just driving at will on on those on those few drives. So you know, I think you got to. There's a few things you got to clean up. There's, you know great, great opening drive drove all the way down. Once again, down the field, got in scoring position, got in the red zone and kick a field goal, you know, yeah. you know, you just want to see something more dynamic there. Uh, you know, yeah. you, you use your workhorse, you get down there, you, your, your workhorse back, you get down there and then just some, you know, a couple of, you know, not even really interesting, uh, uh, passing plays that are called there. So, um, you know, We can we can nitpick, but this is this is the this is the offense that we wanted to see. So, I'm my hope is that you know everything's trending. You know the offense is trending in that direction, and this defensive trend that we're kind of seeing against Washington, that that's not a downward trend. That there that was just a blip on the radar this last game, because I think the defense played well for you know three quarters, three and a half quarters, or so, Um, but. what are your thoughts on the offense?
0: Yeah, I was pleased. I mean, I thought Sean McVay called a hell of a game. Uh, it was very well balanced. You know, Stafford with his 33 passes, super efficient, 25 of 33. I mean, how good is Matthew Stafford playing since the bye? He's got to be, I mean, yeah. I, again, I don't watch a lot of national coverage just because we do so much here at the LA Football Network. And, you know, we're just busy doing our own thing. But from what I can tell, I feel like he's not getting enough love nationally. Uh, maybe he is, but I, I just, I maybe haven't heard it, but I just feel like the dude is playing great this year, leading this young group since the buy has been maybe, maybe skinny team. I, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but maybe has been the best, the best quarterback in football since the buy. I know it's only a, what a three week game, three week stretch, uh, but is playing unreal since then. And, and yesterday or Sunday was just another indication of that. Um, mentioned the balance, you know, Aaron Williams, I know he fumbled. I don't want to keep hashing that, but 27 carries. I mean, when does the last time, Skinny T, we've seen a Rams running back, lone running back, have 25-plus carries. They ran the ball over 30 times total, which you know is my bread and butter. Uh, Royce Friedman was six, and he had a couple receiver runs with Pukenikor and Demarcus Robinson. But 27 carries from Kyron Williams, I feel like we legit have not seen that since the Todd Gurley days. And I know we've said on this show multiple times, comparing Kyron to Todd, Still might be unfair. He's not there yet. Todd is an all-world player and, and will go down as one of the greatest ramps ever. But Kyron Williams is playing to that level within this offense. The necessity of what he's able to do is so evident when he's on the field, whether it's in the run game or the pass game. Now, cleaning things up, obviously, we'll keep bringing that up. But yeah, I love that they trusted him. McVeigh trusted him. I know they were winning most of the game. So obviously, you're going to be a little more run heavy, but we also know Sean McVeigh is not very ever run heavy. So I, I think that's learning within himself, too, about what he has in Kyron Williams. Um, so yeah, that was great. You mentioned Tyler Higby. Fantastic. Um, we don't need to talk too much about Cooper Cup. I mean, solid game, 111 yards, one touchdown. Look like the Cooper Cup of old, the 62 yard long completion. Fantastic. Um, the other one I just want to mention that we get, we've alluded to a couple of times is Demarcus Robinson. I only had two, two catches, 44 yards in the touchdown, but in the preseason skinny two, we talked about like this receiving core and this was at the time when cup was going to be healthy. And, and so we're like, okay, you know, and this was before Puka Nakua was Puka Nakua. And, and so we really didn't know what this receiving core has looked like. It was so unknown. It was like Cooper cup. And then like, was it going to be Tutu Atwell out? Well, as the true two was Ben Skoranek, when it going to be dominant, um, they had Tyler Johnson had a nice, had a nice training camp and preseason, but then he ended up getting cut and out into the practice squad. So Nakua was like this fun preseason thing. But we didn't think he'd really kind of amount to what he did so quickly. And both, you and I were like, hey, Demarcus Robinson, is this guy that that's played in the league six, seven years with the Chiefs average, you know, roughly four to 500 yards per season. So there's some consistency there. There's some veteran leadership on a team that needs that. And it just wasn't involved early on. Even with Cup out, he wasn't involved. And obviously we know what happened with Puka Nakua, but it's so great now seeing him get more involved. Again, only two catches, but now this is what three weeks in a row, I believe with a touchdown um, for DeMarcus Robinson. You can see him etching his name in this offense and what it adds to them. Cause Tutu two now has been out two games, right? He's missed the mm-hmm. last two games, two, two. So he well, went last- down
1: during the, during the Ravens game, yeah. during the
0: Ravens game. Correct. Um, but you're seeing now not only the depth, and dynamism of this receiving core, but you're seeing the versatility of it too. Cause you have one, two, back. You have that, that speed Pukenikua and Cooper cup can kind of do it all. And DeMarcus Robinson can be more your jump ball guy and kind of your, your, you know, cone route, if you will, to the corner of the end zone. So they're getting really good versatility. And I just love seeing DeMarcus Robinson kind of become that receiver that you and I thought he would be took 14 weeks, 13 weeks, whatever, but here we are. And that's the time you want him to get hot. So shout out to Marcus Robinson.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that the last point you made there is probably the best thing for them, especially if heading into the playoffs. Where you know, this is the time that uh, when when teams are getting hot uh, and heading into the playoffs, that's when you can, you know, go in there and and pull a pull a game away from the Lions or get a game from get a game from the Eagles. Um, and you know, having having multiple receivers that just know what they're doing out there. Uh, can run the rounds, got the full tree. Um, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's all McVay needs is just three guys, <laughs> three guys plus yeah. Hig- Higby and, and, uh, Kyron, you know, and I think, you know, it will be interesting to see, uh, Tutu's cleared protocols, concussion protocol, and he'll, he'll be back kind of in the mix. So, you know, McVay likes to have all the same guys out there so they can move quickly and that everything looks the same. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see, you know, which, which guy he likes, uh, right now in week, uh, you know, 16 that we're heading into. 16, yeah. Yeah. But I looked into the kind of numbers, just a quick glance at Stafford's numbers since week 12, uh, Stafford is number two in the league and EPA per play, uh, behind just, uh, Brock Purdy. So that's, uh, that's good. You know, he's, uh, He's one of the best. I mean, Purdy's getting a lot of conversation about MVP, which is a, a funny conversation to kind of uh, track uh, within the national media. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people think he's just Shanahan's puppet. Some people think he's uh, Joe Montana reincarnated. And, you know, those are just fun conversations to just watch the hyperbole go all, all over the place. But, you know, Stafford, we, we we were we were in Arizona last year for the for the Super Bowl. Um just talking to media members just like, you know, you and I are uh, just kind of chopping it up and nobody's giving Stafford any love whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, you know, And, you know, and and that's just kind of the way it has always been in his career. And it's so, so hard to kind of understand exactly why. Um, and, you know, some of the turnover numbers is maybe why, but he's had zero over the last three games and just nine all season. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, you know, in terms of, you know, you know he's just a gunslinger just a, a big arm and and nothing in the head it's like you know this guy is <laughs> legit the most ex- one of the most experienced quarterbacks in the league right now and 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 still one of the best and still got the arm uh talent that that he needs to have so you know it's we'll we'll bang the table uh you know until we're blue in the face but uh i don't i don't know if anybody's listening out there about stafford
0: yeah <laughs> clearly not and you know Him needs that. And then I think, look, let me ask you this right now. I'm not even going to pose what I was going to say right now through 15 weeks. I'm putting you on the spot. So you got to think quickly. Who's your coach of the year right now? Like when you look at, I'll just, well, yeah, I'm just going to throw it to you. Who's your coach of the year right now in 15 weeks?
1: I mean, McVeigh has definitely got to be right there. Uh, just with what they've done with the, the amount of undrafted free agents, uh, back end, uh, draft, Picks, uh you know, and then you know everybody. You know, we want to talk about the pillars he, with Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Donald. This is this is what this is what he's doing. He's taking this team, which everybody picked to be maybe one of the you know they're you know are they they're going to try to get Caleb Williams? Is they're going to be in position for Caleb Williams? <laughs> yeah. And the, like now they're in position to go to the postseason. And that's you know there's play calling, which is uh, one of the duties of a head coach sometimes. Yeah. Then there's managing a building. That's another job. And then there's inspiring, uh, the people around you to do the best thing. And then, you know, and then there's also identifying, you know, talent, um, you know, for, you know, under, under a salary cap and the, yeah. and he's just, they're just the organization. And you gotta, you gotta hang it on Sean McVeigh Cause if it was the opposite, it'd be hung on him. Last year was hung on him. Um, you know, I, I, you know you you look at you know a Shane Steichen, D'Amico Ryans, um you know uh uh McDaniel
0: Kevin it, McDaniel Kevin Kevin Kranz, as well
1: ab- absolutely uh Kevin O'Connell in in some ways although yeah. that that team looks you know I'll take him out of it just because they're not going anywhere now but uh you know and then I you know I got to give credit where credit is due i mean i think uh this is a hell of a Shanahan year as well uh, you know i think yeah. he's, He's calling the best uh, offensive plays, and and the reason I would give it to McVeigh over or, over uh, Shanahan is just because he does, you know, I, I would say he does those other things so much better than just the play calling. Like I think you know Shanahan's got him beat on the play calling, but pretty much everything else, I think you know yeah. you're, you're just looking at you're looking at McVeigh there. So I, I you know it's a bit of a homer pick. It's an easy it's an easy answer for me to give, um, mm-hmm. but given you know. Texans and and Rams based on what the preseason projections were and just where they are now. It's just like,
0: that's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think to me, to me, McVay should be the reason why I pose that is because I don't think we bring up Stafford and not getting like the love that I think he deserves and should be getting. And I think the same can be said for for McVay and I get he's a super winning coach so there's always kind of in that that upper echelon like oh super winning coaches you don't get win coach of the year for being 500 or whatever um so I get that but when you look at the way this roster was and what the expectation was going into this year I mean it's hard to argue anyone's doing you could argue people are doing as good and you mentioned it to Ryan's. First-year head coach, rookie quarterback, winning last week with Case Keenum, like they're doing some phenomenal things. When you look at Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland, the injuries they've had, they're on QB what like four, and they're they're a nine-win team or whatever they are, nine and five, I think. Like that's incredible. Uh, when you look at Shane Steichen, like you mentioned, young coach, rookie quarterback, fourth overall pick, gets injured early on, has to go to his backup Minshew, and they're in the play they're in the playoffs as it stands right now. So Kevin O'Connell does some great things. So. I think all those guys are probably a little ahead of McVay, but I think McVay deserves to be in that conversation. And when you see odds of all these things, he's not even in it. Like, he doesn't even get brought up. That's what's shocking me. Like, to me, it's if you're looking at the top five candidates, McVay is one of the top five. No doubt in my mind, no questions asked, because of everything you just said, and because of what I alluded to on par with what his other running mates are doing. So he won't get it, but I think he's certainly deserving, based on how the season's gone, especially if they make the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, I, I'm just going to call it right here. I'm, I'm putting money on that. There it <laughs> I'm is. not a gambling man, but I'll, I'll put some metaphorical money on that. I'll put my money where my mouth is or my mouth. Anyway. Um, He'll put
0: his money on betonline.ag. Promo code believe gets you a 50% welcome <laughs> bonus. Pick the Rams, make the playoffs. Betonline.ag. Tell the Rams skitty sent you. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, just a couple of things on McVeigh. You know, we're seeing him grow up right in front of our eyes. <laughs> He's younger than both of us. Um, you know, what he, he came in at, you know, 30 I hate that years so old. Much.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, I think he's older than me, actually. Don't, don't put oh. that on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm 33. <laughs> what is he? He's 37. Oh,
1: he's, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh yeah.
0: I'm 33. I'm a young buck compared to him.
1: Oh, totally. But anyway, but continue he, on. anyway, we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, like. I remember when I was, you know, 30 years old, there's definitely no way I'm leading a NFL team, (laughs) you know, but, you know, not only that, but he comes in and he, he just blows the doors off the league, 2017, 2018, you know, those, those years, uh, you know, just live in people's memories still. And people think, you know, because he came in at such a height. Because he came in and turned that team around, he turned Goff into a legitimate quarterback. You know, he 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 turns Gurley uh, up, you know, three notches. Takes him from a seven to an eleven. You know, he drafts Cooper Cup. You know, you know, uh, brings in uh, Whit, um, uh, Andrew Whitworth, and you know, brings in Brandon Cooks, and you know, just builds a team and 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 turns it into a winning organization. And he does it overnight.
0: Yeah. You
1: know. And, and now he, now he's, you know, they're, they're tearing down, they're rebuilding, they're, they're putting new plaster and, and all this stuff up on the walls. And it looks different than that first iteration. And I think he made it, he's, he's, he's made it so difficult on himself to, um you know, really, really stand out because he, he's not doing what he did before where he just, you know, lands in town and turns it around. He's building a, a new team from the ground up without sacrificing uh, wins and losses. You know, you know, last year excluded,
0: you know, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher these time periods. So if we have any art aficionados listening, please correct me in the comments, but I, I, hopefully my analogy will, will hit home. But the McVeigh of this year is like, when you look at art classics, right. And you got the, the Monet's and, and the Van Gogh's and all this, like, this is the way art was during time. Then all of a sudden This this guy Picasso comes along. It's this this abstract way of making art, and at the time, it was probably like, "This is terrible. Like this doesn't this doesn't look like art." Like that to me is kind of like this ram season where it might not look artistic in the way of a Van Gogh or a Monet or what we expect from what. You can even compare it to just past Sean McVay teams. Like his past teams have passed were like this different rendition of an artistic brushstroke. And now he's kind of changed that up because of the type of paint he's been given, the canvas he's been dealt, if you will, and is kind of making his own artistic intuition in how to kind of manage this team and how he's painting his canvas for the world to see. And it's uh, it's maybe not being appreciated yet, but when the season's said and done, I think nationally it will get appreciated when they say, wow. You made the playoffs with that roster, with a quarterback that everyone said was washed up and couldn't play any more healthy, with no running back or the running back you thought you had, you traded away in week four with a banged up receiver, with no one on defense outside of Aaron Donald, with a coordinator that none of your fan base wants, and you made the playoffs with that, then they'll be like, wow, that Picasso guy is something special and remade, kind of reimagined what Art was. In whatever century that was so anyway I got, my timing's <laughs> off but I feel, like I, I feel like i was on something there
1: no i love it yeah uh yeah it's um it, it's that it's was great. like
0: uh you know the movie uh old school yeah the the debate scene with uh will ferrell <laughs> the raging cajun will ferrell does that whole thing so i blocked out what just happened that was that was that <laughs> i just snuck out of it when i was
1: done Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, it's like it's like these chefs, you know, it's like you know, it's like you know, I don't know, but um, yeah, I I think you're absolutely right. I think that, you know, and this is one of my criticisms of of McVeigh has always been, how does he adjust from the first half to the second half? And that's that's been true in in just games. That's been true of seasons. That's been true of uh, you know, uh, even drives. You know, yep. and I, it's, I think this year, the, the fact that he's been able to, he, he shifted away from his, his beloved outside zone running game into a gap scheme. And that's what Kyron Williams is just exploding uh, with 300 yards before contact this year. He's not yeah. getting touched. You know, it's just, you know, the just changing up how they, just changing up how you do business. You know, that's not easy. You know, yeah, you've been successful doing it this way we just got to get those guys to do it my way, but the league is going this way and he shifts with the league. And you know, that's, you you look, I, I don't like the Belichick conversation just because I have so much respect for him and everything that he's done in the league. And, um, but he's not shifting, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not, he's not adjusting. Yeah. Um, You know, he had a winning way for 20 years and now things are shifting and maybe the Patriot way isn't, isn't the winning uh, formula to uh, take the NFL by storm anymore. And, you know, Sean McVay's yep. got a long way to go before he's uh coaching, you know, uh to, as long as Belichick has been. And I don't I don't know if he'll ever reach as many years as Belichick has been coaching, but it's just important to see that he's able to shift and adjust, you know, even at this broad brush strokes. Uh and That's you know, cool. and uh, you know, we're seeing, you know, that uh, he can win games in the second half of of, ga- of uh, games and things like that. So yeah, I think coach of the year for Sean McVay. I love that. Uh, there's no, there's no talk about Stafford MVP, but you know, he's having, uh, uh, just one of his one of his best seasons just based on kind of his accuracy versus, uh, the yards that he's putting up and the, and the, and the control that he has over his side of the team. And that's, it's a beautiful thing to see, you know, yeah. a guy, you know, I, I just want him I just want him to get the respect that that he deserves, you know, as a as a top ten, top seven quarterback in this league.
0: Yeah. I mean, we saw what the offense looked like with one week without him. So I think it goes to show how good he's been. Um, but anyway, with that, it's a short week for the Rams. They got the Saints coming up on Thursday. We'll see what we can put together. Obviously, it's got a holiday week. Um, so we may be a little out of commission, but we're we'll doing our best to get something up. Obviously we got plenty of content over at LafbNetwork.com, network.com. So all your Rams coverage, you can find there. If you're on YouTube, watch on the Rams LAFB YouTube, please hit that like and subscribe. We certainly appreciate it. If you want to chat on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it at RL Anderson, LAFB at Ryan Dyer at LAFB at LAFB network, or all of the Rams specific, uh, channels are all Rams underscore LAFB easy to find on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of the above. For Skinny Tea, I'm Ryan Darrod. Thank you, Ramley, for hanging out as always. Victory Monday. See you all here in a couple of days.